0: Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses, so any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks, and enjoy the show.
1: Chapter 14. Paul Bunyan's Farm. Part 2. The feature that Paul Bunyan's farm is most famed for, however, is his great corn stalk. He had a big cornfield on the farm, and all the corn planted there behaved in the usual way, excepting one grain that must have been of a very special kind. When this grain sprouted, it grew so fast that by the time Paul got home that spring, No one could see to the top of it. Paul decided that the best thing to do would be to get rid of it before it grew any taller, and so he gave orders to the seven axemen to cut it down. They first tried sawing it down with the great cross-cut saw, but it was growing upward so fast all the time that it just jerked the saw right out of their hands. They tried chopping it down with their axes, but it kept on growing faster than ever, and they could never hit it twice in the same place so as to take out a chip. By the time they could draw back their axes and strike the second time, the mark of their first stroke would have grown out of sight above their heads. Paul began to see that the matter was getting serious and he tried to think of some other way of getting the best of the troublesome stalk of corn. At last he had an idea that looked like the proper one, and he called all his helpers to him to work it out. Big Charlie, he said to the oldest and biggest of the seven axemen, I want you to take a big coil of strong rope and climb up the stalk until you get near the top. Then tie one end of the rope to the stalk, drop the other end down so we can grab hold of it, and then we'll bend the whole thing down to the ground by pulling on the rope. I'm thinking that I'll bury the top part and then let the stalk do all the growing at once, right back into the earth. Then, if it keeps on growing as fast as it has been doing so far, the Chinese will have it to worry about instead of us. All right, boss, if you say so, answered Big Charlie rather doubtfully. I'm game, but it doesn't look like a very good plan to me. With some grumbling and many pessimistic shakes of his head, he fixed up a big coil of rope, swung it over his shoulder, and started climbing up the stalk. He finally got to the top all right, but by that time the stalk had grown so much that the rope could no longer reach the ground. I knew it wouldn't work, growled Big Charlie to himself. I guess now I had better be getting back down to the ground and tell the boss that he'd do best to get either a new idea or a longer rope. Disgusted with the whole plan, he started to slide back down the stalk. But to his surprise and anger, it kept growing upward faster than he could slide the other way. No matter how fast he went down, He was still going up all the time, for the stalk of corn kept carrying him higher and higher and farther away from the ground and food. Down below, Paul had waited for the rope to hang down within his reach, and when he saw it with the lower end dangling far above his head, he began to have a suspicion of what had happened. When many hours had passed and Big Charlie did not return to earth, he feared for the safety of the axe man, and presently figured out the reason for his not appearing. It was well that he did so, or else the man up the stalk might have starved to death before he ever reached the ground again. He must be getting mighty hungry by this time, said Paul to the others. I'll have to get food to him in some way before he starves. Chore boy." Just you run into the house and get my big shotgun for me. And within a few minutes, the little chore boy laid the weapon in his hands. The gun was of such a tremendous size that none but he dared to fire it. And it had to have a tremendous load in order to perform properly. Usually Paul loaded it with a wash tub full of blasting powder and a wheelbarrow load of bricks but this time, instead of the bricks, he rammed her full of dogged biscuits. Then he took careful aim up the stalk and shot the biscuits up to Charlie. He kept on feeding Charlie in this way until the ears of corn began to develop on the big stalk. One morning, when he came out to shoot the unfortunate axman's breakfast up to him, he found a number of fresh corn cobs scattered on the ground around the roots of the stalk. As all the grains were cleanly gnawed off the cobs, he knew that Charlie had now found food of his own, and so was in no further danger of starvation.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires, and helps keep this show alive and growing. If you can't afford to support us financially, go give us a good review, subscribe or follow, and share with your friends and family.